download a podcast and you can listen on the go. Listen to live streaming radio or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco. I was just leaving the theater. <laughs> 1969 gold Cadillac with the white material and I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around in and on the freeway and having a really, really good time. Flat black glass. Smoking big spliffs and cruising that Cadillac on the freeway. Good to see you. I told you. Can I see you? Uh, Jesus. Here comes the pitch. And it comes in wide. And the count now is one and one to Jackie Robinson. It's six o'clock. It's time for the joke workshop here on mutinyradio.fm in .sf. And we're here. We've got comedians in the building all ready and excited to tell. Oh, keys. Looking for the keys. Uh, I think I heard them fall out at one point. They're going for the ah. We've got uh, we got trouble with the capital T and that rhymes with K and that stands for keys. And we're looking for keys. Um, I'm gonna tell a joke real quick, and then and then we'll get started with the list and all that stuff. Okay. Cut. I just want to say this joke to Kay while he's still here. Kay, come back. Did he leave? Shoot! That was the reason I was gonna take tell the joke first because it's my one Asian joke. I know, and we lost the Asian. It's only appropriate. It's. It's always a little bit weird when I, if I'm doing an open mic and there aren't a lot of people there, and so there aren't, I mean, this is all white people in the room right now. Wow, whoa. Whoa, don't crap, don't scream too loud on that one. We're gonna get in trouble. No, seven, but it's almost January 6th again. We're not storming, and don't use the word storm. Don't use the word capital. We're not gonna, we're not gonna talk about Sleepy Joe. No, I was gonna do my one uh, joke for for Kay, uh, and that's that in San Francisco, I think we did a really good job with stop Asian hate. I think that was great, and it was important to bring that to light. But what we're not recognizing, and we need to start looking at, is Asian on Asian hate. They are ruthless. My Vietnamese friend called me up, and she said, "Pam, <laughs> don't trust Chinese women." They're all snakes. And I was like, whoa, Nicole, you need to calm the fuck down. They're not all snakes. Some of them are oxen. And some of them are dogs. Some of them are rabbits. Only some of them are snakes. But that Marjorie at Citibank, oh, she's a rat. Okay, that was the joke I wanted to do for him, but he left, but I did it anyway. Uh, Well, it's just us chickens tonight. We get free comedy. Come on in. Um, come on in, and it's a, you can listen online too if you're afraid of us. It is a scary room filled with uh, comedians, and uh, I know you can see we have no soul in our eyes, and that's why she's already. <laughs> the hope we had left with you. Okay. <laughs> like, we've got comics in the room. So it's a joke workshop, and we have a, enough people and stuff today that we can uh, give comments because there's not a lot of. People, so um, 
I'll take notes and we'll pay attention and it'll be really fun. And uh, we're gonna start. We're gonna start with Dakota because uh, he just did a big old podcast and he's sadly leaving uh, San Francisco for literally greener pastures where they're like, I think they have pastures out there. He might be living in a pasture, but uh, he's going to be a great dad and hang out with his family and be awesome. Put your hands together, everybody, for Dakota Price, yay! Yeah. What up, what up, what up? Hey, what up? Uh, so I've been intermittent fasting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so I have 30 minutes to eat this cookie. Uh, no, like, that's crazy. People are like, Dakota, didn't you used to be a fat piece of shit? And I was like, I used to be a fat piece of shit one time, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, uh, I, I really did. I, I, I've lost 150 pounds. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Uh, well, they don't tell you the, the, some of the side effects with being a fat piece of shit. As uh, that, my, you know, my, my baby mama, she was like nine months pregnant, and so was I. Uh, so, you know, uh, with that, I was, you know, having all of her pregnancy cravings too. You know, I was eating all this, some crazy shit. I was eating Taco Bell all the time. I was just fucking eating pizza. I was eating chicken wings. I was eating, uh, yeah, I was eating Wingstop like four or five times a week with her, you know, because she wanted it. So, you know, I'd be like, babe, you really want Wingstop, right? Because <laughs> lemon pepper wings. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> You know, uh, but no, but my my baby mama, uh, you know, she, I was eating all that food and you know, uh, shit and blood, you know, uh, hemorrhoids come along with that, and they don't tell you that they don't tell you that uh, that that's just a that's a side effect of uh, being fat, just hemorrhoids. Uh, no, and I got a finger in my ass uh, because of the hemorrhoids, because that's how you find out that you know if you for sure have them. It's like you know, but you know, you have to have the doctor go like, all right, sir. You have hemorrhoids after they like fucking make you come. Uh, that's just me. Um, <laughs> feeling a little weird. Uh, you know, I realize that all the problems I've had in my life, uh, you know, are made up. Like for real. Like I've I, I've made up all of my own problems. Uh, I was only born with one problem, and that I have a you know genetic disorder. I have a you know, fuck, I, my bones are fucked up. I have no cartilage. Like you know. Um, that's it. That's that's the that's my only problem. That's my only actual problem. All my other problems, I, I gave myself, like when I was twelve and sad and depressed, you know, like twelve-year-olds are. And I decided that, well, what am I going to do to fit in more with society and, you know, get friends and things? Uh, so I started listening to really sad music and dyed my hair black and got earrings and painted my nails and. Uh, just did everything to exclude myself from society as much as possible. And I was like, why don't people like me? No, just me? Okay. <laughs> just me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I made up my own problems. Like, I, I, uh, one of those being uh, I was a fan of Insane Clown Posse. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Any juggalos in the house? No, no juggalos. No, no one's down with the clown in here. No one's sipping on Fago in this bitch. Nah, bro. All right. Juggalos are cool. I'm no longer a juggalo, but I'm affiliated. You know what it is. You know, I yeah, I crack a Fago every now and then. Yeah. Pour a little bit out for the homies out of respect. Spray some on my face. I have flashbacks. Well, I love it, man. Uh, no, I ICP was dope. Uh, 
anybody know some lyrics of Insane Clown Posse? Anybody? No? No? So they have a song that describes what being a juggalo is. It's uh, called uh, What is a Juggalo? If you wouldn't, if you didn't know, they have a song. And uh, this, it goes a little bit something like this. They say, uh, what is a juggalo? Well, let me think for a second. Well, oh, he just don't care. He might try to put a weave in his nut hair. Walking down the street, winking at the freaks with a two liter stuck in his butt cheeks. And I, me at 12 years old was like riveting. This is the greatest form of entertainment I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Give me some fucking Fago and some clown paint right now. Uh, so uh, fun fact, every year since I was 12 years old, I've been a clown for Halloween. And not like, a, I'm just a juggalo. I go as a juggalo. Probably. Like, uh, I do it because I love ICP. Um, going to leave you all with this. A little fun joke. Um, this is just my one my my idea of a one-liner. It's not even a one-liner. My uh, but my uh, my grandparents. I was talking to them the other day, and I was talking to my grandma, and she said, uh, "Yeah, me and uh, me and your grandpa were sleeping in separate bedrooms now." And I was like, "Oh wow, that's that's sad to hear, grandma. That's that's rough." And my my grandpa chimes in. He's like, "Ah, no, we still fuck though." <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah, grandpa, that's cool." And he was like, yeah, you know, uh, what that is is uh, I leave my room, she leaves her room, we meet in the middle sometimes, and I say, fuck you, bitch, and she says, fuck you, and then we go back to our rooms, and I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait till I'm married. All right, guys, y'all have a great night. Make a lot of your radio. Yay, Dakota. Oh, you, you can stay up there. I, I, have, like, I, have, I have a good tag for you. Um. I would say something like, with the, the wings was very funny, I would say something like, wings and hemorrhoids, medically linked. Mm. Like, make a thing. Atomic shosh. Oh, like, yeah. But it's, that it's medically, because you go into the medical thing anyways, and so it's a little... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, See, yeah. Now he makes it even better. And I love that I, I, you started sort of talking about emo jokes, but then you didn't... I would really like to hear you write jokes about emo things that you did. Um, I really related to the how dramatic you were about being oh, emo? emo and how you dressed and were like wearing black and like, why doesn't anybody like me when you're uh, like, 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 like something like a, like I literally uh, one time made a mix CD for a girl I like and it was just like all just sad fucking like emo pop punk. Like, yeah, you should uh, gave look it to into her. In my day, it was girlfriend in a coma. I know. Oh yeah. The I cure. Oh, not the cure. That's a, that's a, the Smiths. The Smiths yeah. Smiths, yeah. yeah. Who Morrissey was the lead Morrissey. singer. Anyways, magnets. How the fuck do they work? I'd try to work yeah. that into your try to work that into your ICP joke, just because that's like the one that everybody knows, like normal people like me. Yeah, uh, miracles. Yeah, that whole song. Uh, but I love the Fago reference and the lyrics you chose. I thought were great. The ones you chose that were ridiculous. The two. It's the lyrics are really silly. So <laughs> thank that you. That was lovely. Thank you, Pam. Uh, like does anyone have any other comments? Anybody? Spencey Spoo. <laughs> Don't move to Texas, you jerk. Clap your hands together, everybody, for Dakota Price. This guy, that guy had a thing. Oh, oh, tell him. Go uh, yeah, we got it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay, that's a good uh -huh. one. I got you. 
I'm on your wavelength. Thank you. Very nice. Dakota Price, yay! All right, put your hand. Uh, I didn't really make a list, but I'm going to kind of just go in the order that you came. So, um, but uh, Sheridan, are you okay to go next? Yeah. So should we, okay. We'll go, who is, after, is Sheridan? And then you're, one of this is Brian, new guy. Who's Brian? I'm completely forgetting names. Tell me your name. Matt, okay, and there's Matt. And then I know, you're Bailey. I am. I remember. And then Mark Palchik. And we'll put Spencer in there. I just want to make sure I have everybody. Owen Covet is here. Uh, okay, all right. Uh, I won't put you last, Spencer, don't worry. Uh, this is Spencer. Okay, all right, yay. Put your hands together. Be very excited for your next comedian. It's Sheridan, yay. Thank you, happy to be here, Pam and everyone. I. Uh, I'm a social drinker, uh, and I feel most social when I'm at home alone. I drink a few different things. I drink, let's see, uh, beer, vodka, sake, anything flammable, really, is up for grabs. Um, and I like this Grandma Strong vodka. It's this Grandma Strong. And it reminds me of my nana, because uh, she was uh, an alcoholic. So... Um, and uh, I've been doing some yoga, and they say to personalize the poses to make them really work for you. And this is, has worked incredibly well. I have one where I stand there. I cradle my head forward into my hands about 20%, and it's called I'll Never Drink Again. And I have another one. It's, it's a modified downward dog, and you do a downward dog, and you basically drop down, and it's called a downward dead dog. Um, and that one is is truly a favorite, a favorite of mine. Um, so I was in the Tenderloin the other day, I'm just learning the San Francisco neighborhoods, and uh, I, was, I wanted to give this homeless guy a dollar, and my, my coworker said, oh, don't do that, he's just gonna spend it on drugs and alcohol. And I was thinking to myself, that's exactly where it's going if I keep it. And uh, then I got called a prostitute but like less than a minute later someone asked me if I was a social worker so I get it I get it I'm the prostitute who cares I just want you to get a heart on can I give you head and a hug you can pay me in candy kisses so some of you know I was married for five years and um uh, it didn't work out. I don't do the whole blame thing, right? I'm just, you know, whatever. People are different. People are people. You know, like, for example, I'm an introvert, and he's a pervert. Uh, it's a little more complicated. It's a little more intense. Uh, he transitioned during the marriage, actually. Uh, he transitioned into a real asshole. Uh, that's, that's what happened. <laughs> he did. He did. Um, so, um, so now I'm a Californian, and I do love it, and I do love it. It's very different than New York City, where I lived. Um, the other day in the grocery line, I heard this woman in front of me at the register say, I'm not going to touch that receipt because it has BPA, and that's carcinogenic. So hold on, wait, I'm going to get out my high-radiation phone and take a picture of it. 
I love New York. I mean, I love Kelly. Whoops. Oh, Freudian slip. <laughs> Freudian slip. I love them both for different reasons, like my, like my children. Uh, let's see. What did I wanted to, to um, leave you on? Oh, so uh, I went to the hairdresser. I'm trying to, you know, maybe start dating again. And um, I was getting my hair done, and I was thinking going to the hairdresser is a lot like going to the gynecologist because with both you wear a gown to cover up, with both, you have something being done that you can't see, but you hope it's going well. The only difference is that the gynecologists, they don't bring out a big mirror and show you their work. So I was um, been getting a little bit of attention. The, uh, the building gardener uh, was asking about, he's from another country, he was asking me about my workouts and getting progressively more sexual with the questions. He was like... Uh, do you do the chest press? Do you do the thigh master? But I think what he really wanted to know is can I shoot a ping pong ball across the room? <laughs> Thank you guys. This is fun. Yay, Sheridan. Yay. Um, wait, stay up there. I have one little comment for you. Okay, so your material is really well written and, and I think it's very funny, but the, when you open, and you start talking about drinks, one thing that you can do to relate to your audience so that you sound very personable is ask what they like to drink. So like, so you kind of like talk to them and get to know them for a second. And then you say, and I like, and then you go into your spiely, spiely, right? I mean, so just try it and see what happens. Cause then you can even riff for a second off what they say. It gives you some opportunities to A, to connect, Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can make that for you. Okay. Um, Spencer has a comment too. Hi, in the um, in the joke where you're like, uh, no, don't give him money. He's gonna spend it on drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Uh, I I've heard that similar concept before, so I would add to that tag, just to give it a a little more oomph of a tag, because the concept itself is still funny. I think the punchline could be stronger. It, it'd be like, uh, he's going to spend it on drugs and alcohol. And, and you'd be like, oh, what what kind do you think he's going to get? <laughs> or, or, or you or can circle like back. That, you, know? you can call back to, I it was going to go to Blueberry Vodka. If you go to your other, oh, okay. the, yeah, the, your drink yeah. of choice from the beginning with the grandma. So oh. you can use it as a callback instead of. Cool. Um, <laughs> Um, yay! Yeah. Clap your hands together for Sheridan! I remember what I was going to say. Um, in writing school, they used to call it concrete, specific detail. If you have any opportunity to put something unique in as a word, don't waste a word pretty. Uh, you know, except for Lauren's joke where she says pretty a bunch of times for a grammatic effect. But use the most specific noun or describing or adjective the most descriptive unique things to you and that's part of the funny is that unique word choice word choice anyways whatever yay all right your next comedian is new to the room and i think he set up a camera and stuff he's getting ready put your hands together everybody for matt yay it's a thing yes it is yes it is between love and hate hey oh thank you my name is Matt, but my pronouns are dad slash daddy, so please use those. I am 50 years old, but I look 35, but I act 14. 
It's a fact. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a. This is. <laughs> Thank you. I. Uh, <laughs> it's not a workshop on how to look young when you're 50. It's just a comedy act. We can. Uh, I can pull out my driver's license after if we want to go. Over. I. Uh, <laughs> I. Uh, you guys threw me off. You're so complimentary. Thank you. <laughs> I. Um, a, uh, I have masturbated to uh, braziers and brazers. A girl told me uh, I look like uh, an English teacher that she always wanted to get molested by. I said, that's just wrong. I look like the teacher by whom you want to be molested. <laughs> by whom? Uh, if I had a superpower, it would be my calming influence. It's working. The uh, supervillain would show up and be like, eh, seems like a lot of work. <sighs> Just go get my degree and join Lehman Brothers or Goldman Sachs and be evil the conventional way, make my fortune that way. My superhero name would be Captain Nevermind. My spirit animal is the penguin because the uh, male takes care of the kids and they're fancy. <laughs> and a little cold. Uh, I've noticed that when comedians talk about people who have died, they say the same thing a lot. They'll say they would have loved these jokes. And uh, my dad passed away recently and he would have loved all these jokes. He hated them when he was alive, but just know that if he had pulled through he would have changed his mind, started to like my comedy. Um, <laughs> I'm, from, uh, I'm from Nevada and um, from Las Vegas. And uh, you know, down in Nevada, uh, prostitution is legal down there. So I, I went shopping. Well, I wasn't shopping for experiences. I went shopping for clothes. I wanted to buy a t-shirt. I wanted to buy a t-shirt that said, I went to the Bunny Ranch brothel and all I got was this t-shirt. They didn't have t-shirts, so I just got a hand job. <laughs> I don't want to uh I don't want to brag, but I had sex with my wife last April. And uh afterwards I asked her if she had an orgasm and she said, Yeah, a little one. And you know, you don't have to qualify that. That's a yes or no question. We don't need to know on a scale of one to ten, like I'm a gymnast. <laughs> At a four. All this points in the dismount. You know, inside the vagina, there's a spot called the G-spot. And when we're having sex, there's also... <laughs> when we're having sex, there's also a penis in there. And uh, if my penis isn't touching the G-spot, is that my fault or hers? Be the change you want to see in the world. Meet me halfway. I'm working to find an end around. Much like action 80s adventure star MacGyver, I'm working to find an end around. She's laying there like, take me to Xanadu while I'm doing all the work. If we, if, we find, if we happen to bring her to orgasm, I think that's an achievement to be celebrated and not graded. I was hoping to bring you guys around with that MacGyver bit because the G-spot thing is kind of an inside joke. Guys, you might not have enjoyed all of these jokes, but uh, if you didn't, if I live longer than you after you die, I'll say that you would have because that's my policy when it comes to jokes. My name is Matt Andrew. I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Yay, Matt. The bad daddy. Yeah, that grammar joke was fire. Thank you. Yeah. Any other comments? <laughs>
some people. Valid. Thank you. That's helpful. Thank you. <laughs> no, you're very you're you're uh you're very nailed down. Uh, and I really like your style. So like like what I'm thinking like. I saw where you 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 hung up on yourself and you like you weren't confident. And the second that you lost confidence, like I lost faith in your joke. If that makes sense, but like and punch, like punch a little harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like be more confident in your in your jokes. That's yeah, kind of like, like like the way you hit your kids. Just a yeah, little harder. just fucking hit the shit I'm out sorry, of them. That was me. No, uh, but that's that's I think that's been my note for so many people up there. Is just be more confident in your jokes. Like I know that you're testing out new material, but you got to believe they're funny too. Yeah. So like yeah, that, like I just you drop like like she was saying you drop off at the end, and I think it's just because you're not confident in the the punch in itself. Thank but, you. Super awesome. Clap your hands together for, for Matt. Yay! Yay! I only said Dan because Dan Guan walked in. Okay, your next comedian uh, just murdered it last night, headlining Cobbs. Clap your hands together for Spencer Devine. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on this guy's level. I fucking love penguins. Penguins are sick, dude. They're like the Arctic's tiny little gentleman. Think, <laughs> think about it. Is there any other animal that's born to grow into their own tuxedo? God damn it, no. It's like God was looking down on penguins and he's like, they may not be able to fly, but that doesn't mean they can't look it. Ba-bam! They're like they're, they're like Antarctica's James Bonds's. It's like, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to fly. Uh, quantum of soul ice. Uh, uh, the penguin is also my spirit animal because uh, they can make very little physical effort. Look like a lot of work. <laughs> uh, a I love penguins because they put more effort into jumping 10 inches than I'll put into anything in my life. They just walk up to this ledge and they look at it and they're like, oh, okay, today's the fucking day. walking hundreds of miles to breathe. Now's not the time to falter, Jeff. Da -da -da -da. They're watching you. Da -da -da. Yeah! <laughs> That's the, all of it. I love penguins. Uh, people are off. I Like your previous comedian, Dakota, I was once also a fatter piece of shit than I am today. Uh... <laughs> But you ever think that, you, you ever lose weight and you're like, oh man, I must be in better shape than I was. And then you yawn too hard and you get black spots in your eyes. 
and you're like, oh, maybe I'm not doing. You ever get up too fast and you're just like, oh, I'm dying. Uh, I went to the doctor and he's like, oh, you were a fat piece of shit, and now it's just like you're a lazy piece of shit. It's a different trend. He's like, your soul is fat. Does that make Does that make sense? Uh, I, I, yeah, I lost like 50 pounds this year, uh, and I, uh, I had a joke that was a fat joke, and I told my doctor, I'm like, hey, doctor, um, is it medically viable for me to put on weight so I can tell this joke again? And he was like, Spencer, this is the problem. <laughs> but here's the joke. is I, I used to be a fat person, and people were like, Spencer... Uh, you were fat? Uh, do you mean P-H-A-T? P-H-A-T fat? And I'm like, wow, great. Way to take the word fat and make it a larger word. <laughs> They're like, I don't know what you are, but let's add a couple of letters until it makes sense. Uh, but everyone knows. It's just like, I like to call it a would survive a harsh winter American. Okay, because what? You were doing leg day, I was doing chicken leg day. Uh, you were doing Pilates, I was eating Pilates. Okay, Pam has an eating disorder, and I was eating disorder. You know, because I ordered it, I'm goddamn gonna eat it. Uh, and people are like, people are like, Spencer, if you wanna lose weight, just take 10,000 steps a day. Uh, so I took 14,000 steps a day on average now. Uh, and that made me realize that people in Narcotics Anonymous have shitty endurance, y'all. Can't do 12 steps and you're doing heroin again? I could have quit heroin a thousand times yesterday. Not bragging. Uh, Spencer, if you want to lose weight, just watch what you eat. Uh, watch what you eat. I don't know what you eyes closed eating the dark motherfuckers do at your house. I watch everything I eat. It's the safest way to eat. You can't just be like, oh, 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 bowl of soup. You see how big of a problem that is? You burn all your fingies. Um, when you're a fat person, though, uh, your friends will defend you. They'll be like, but you're not fat. You're just big boned. Not fat. He's just big boned. He's not fat. He's just big boned. That is if someone was far away. That's what that would sound like. Uh, that's actually the worst thing, though, you can say about a fat person. Because that means that none of this can get any better. It's just a big bulbous bone monster with a thin layer of skin. 0% body fat. 100% medical mystery and problem. He, he can't do keto. He needs a bone saw and four months off work for readjustment surgery. You think anyone ever went to the Natural History Museum and they were like, damn, dinosaurs were fat as shit. These are some of the biggest bones I've ever seen. Oh, Todd, Meteor killed the dinosaurs. Type 2 diabetes and a, and a lackadaisical lifestyle killed the dinosaurs. Thank you so much. Hey, you heard it here first. 
Lackadaisical science from Spencer Devine. Yay! Science. That was lovely. Um, all right, your next comedian. Uh, he's been coming back a couple times. I even remembered his name finally. Put your hands together for Bailey. Yay! Right, I get to follow all of the fat guy stuff. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a young fat guy. I'm a young uh, white dude trying to navigate the modern world. Um, it's a very interesting time period right now because like, society's decided to take a look at some of the things that we got and they're like, all right, we need a relaunch. We need a glow up. A new face to fit the times that we're living in. And they've done that with a bunch of different things like Volkswagen. They used to put all their engines in the cars that the Nazis drove around in. And now they make, you know, we bought back the Vanagon and it's electric. You want to go camping, right? Land of Lakes on the tub used to have like a little Native American woman floating around on a lake and they took her off. Now they're just lake sputter. They took the Native Enderland away. Does that, does that seem right to you? Are you cool with that, man? No. They are. <laughs> um, and Captain America. Did anybody here see Endgame? Anybody remember what happened at the end of that movie? Captain America turned like 157 years old and he can't lift his shield up anymore. So he gave it to his black friend, the Falcon. And now Papa Doc from 8 Mile is the new Captain America, right? <laughs> I, th I think the next thing that they need to reboot is the white guy. Right? We need to go to like some sort of a madman advertising agency and have a meeting. But every time something like that happens, it always kind of goes the same way, right? It's a room filled with the most average-looking white guys you've ever seen, <laughs> waiting. Men in three-piece suits come in going, gentlemen, thank you for coming in today. Can I get you anything to drink? Uh, white Claw Surge, Red Bull, anything? Like, no, it's 1 o'clock. I'm good. <laughs> All right. Well, um, thank you for choosing Sterling & Associates. We, wanna, we know that this has been a long time coming. We've been kicking this around a lot, and we've got some good ideas. I'm going to turn it over to Bill. Bill, take it away, man. All right. Phase one of the three-phase plan, the face of the white guy. We'd be kicking this idea around a lot, and we think we've come up with some good ideas. Our first one is Idris Elba is the new face of white man. Yeah. Question. Do we get the penis with the face? See, guys, I knew this was going to happen. No, you, you have to keep your penis. All right. Is there another guy? We got another guy? Okay. All right. Pedro Pascal is the new face of white man. We figured, you know what, he's, pulling ver he's, he's trending very well with the Latinx community. He was in The Mandalorian, and we were figuring, you know, like, this is the way, right? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Mandalorian. This is the way. Um, we like him, but doesn't he sell drugs? No. That was another character in another show that he played. He does not sell drugs. <laughs> but we do have one more. Okay, ready? Oscar the Grouch. Isn't he a puppet? He is, but hear us out, all right? You think you're trash? He lives in trash, right? He has a hand up its ass. You feel like you've had been fisted for years. All right. Do you have anybody else in mind? All right. Well, I mean, the last one is sort of a throwaway, but we figured Obama, right? Everybody loves Obama. Half black, half white brings the country together. What do you think? What do you think? 
All right, we'll go with him for now. All right, great. We'll give you Red Bull on the way out. Let's go. Okay, thank you very much. Yay, put your hands together for Bailey. Hooray. Um, Oscar the Grouch, did you know that they actually kicked Oscar? This is just a fun fact about uh, New Sesame Street. They no longer have Oscar the Grouch on Sesame Street because they said it promoted um, questionable housing. They, oh, it was, maybe they just got Oscar into temporary housing. Yeah, that was the, they were saying they were promoting <laughs> they were promoting homelessness, and so they changed it. And also, Cookie Monster isn't allowed to eat cookies anymore. Now he eats vegetables and fruits. On, t- on TV, know. it's on. T- I know, it's because because we're putting all the children in bubble wrap now because they're all allergic to nuts. Uh, but that was that was lovely, and um, I would um, just say in your Mad Men thing, just get to it quicker. Your your setups are just a little too long. I actually forgot for a second what was happening until you, mm. you started flipping the page, and I was like, oh, we're at the white man advertising agency. It took me. I was in, and then and then I lost you, and then I was like, oh, okay, here we are. So I think that you can. The intro for that joke, you can schmoosh it down, get it, get uh, it quickly. I would put a stronger button on it because um, you're uh, on the way out. It's like we can get you a Red Bull on the way out, which I think the first mention of uh, what was a Red Bull, sur- White White Call White Claw Surge and Red Bull was a great trio. That's a good um, tag up top, and I think you could have a different tag at the at the end. Just for for an extra punch, like a fucking Zima Fresca, you or know, a CBD water, CBD water, it's yeah, crazy. like it's a, a weed, some popular well, weed drink now. Yeah, yeah, uh, you have really nice bits, dude. Like those are like like cool little like sm- like sectioned out like bits. Uh, do you like are those like written da- written out completely? Do you like write out the entire thing, or you just do ideas? So if with those Mad Men bits and like those like the like that stuff like that like if you're gonna do those, uh, I think you really need to hammer them in and have ones that like like you need to at least have three different versions of that same fucking joke that you can hit every time like one of those three ways, uh, simply just because like if you're doing it off rip like freestyling some of that banter, you can find you can get redundant like you'll you'll lose yourself in the the, the play out you know what I'm saying like I think is what I'm trying to say what I. If you're going to do all those act outs and all those play outs and all and all of that, make sure it's rehearsed. Make sure like like if find the bits that work, you know, you can you can play with it later, but make sure if you're doing those quick those bits like that that they're they're lined out and you you, you know how much they how much time they take up and it's and a, and a famous quote from each person, like do a quick Obama impression. Do uh do Obama's voice. I well, I, I rep, do represent the white man yeah. or something, you know, yeah. like, um, the, but any of those characters, give them a voice. Yeah. The, there's, there's a bunch of ways you can do it. But my biggest thing is what I'm saying is like, if you're going to have these really awesome, t- like that seemed like a very tight bit, like it was very nice. If you tighten it up and really have it rehearsed and know what you're going to say, it'll be a lot easier and it'll be a lot better for you, I think is all I'm going to say. Like, that's it. That's it. Clap your hands together for Bailey! Yay! 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 Your next comedian. Keep those hands clapping. It's Mark Palchik. Yay! Who do you think you are? Mr. Big Star. You're never gonna get my love. Thank you, Pam. I'm 73. At my age... I often don't know what day it is. You know, this morning I got up and I got dressed for church. Getting dressed for church on Monday morning 
that's so stupid. I don't go to church on Monday morning. I'm Jewish. I don't go to church at all. Speaking of church, can we talk about immigration? Immigrants are ruining my way of life. They're taking jobs away from real Americans. Look, I think you need to go back where you came from unless your family came here before Columbus. I got a new doctor. She's Choctaw. She's fantastic, except she gives her patients their names based on their ailments. I'm runs to pee too much. And I also found out that I'm also pre-Columbian. According to two very famous historians, James Smith and Mel Brooks, the, the Plains Indians were originally the 10 tribes of, of Israel. So, shalom, Kimasabi. Now, for those of you who don't know, Hebrews, shalom is hello and goodbye, and Choctaw, Kimasabi means see you, motherfuckers. I think America's great. I do. I mean, 6,000 years they've been trying to wipe, wipe the Jews off the face of the earth. But here in America, the home of the brave, the land of the free, they let Jews eat bacon. And we can marry anyone we want. So we're assimilating, which is the real final solution. Because the trick is, the point is, we don't want to replace you. We just want to be you, meat-eating, gun-toting assholes. <laughs> and don't believe what those Jew haters say. We don't control the banks. We don't control the media. And good golly, Miss Molly, we did not sink the Titanic. That was an iceberg, not a Goldberg. <laughs> and as an American Jew, I have to tell you, I stand with the people of Israel and Palestine, but not they're extremists. Look, assuming that all Israelis and Palestinians are terrorists makes about as much sense as assuming that all Americans are Trumpsters, that all Gen Zers are non-binary, and that all Philadelphia sports fans are assholes. <laughs> oh, wait, all Philadelphia sports fans are assholes. Hey, you know, getting older is a bitch. When, when my kids were toddlers, they thought I was a genius. When they became teenagers, they thought I was an idiot. But by the time they became young adults, I became an ATM. Now that they're grown and have families of their own, they treat me like I'm the kid. They say things to me like, my house, my rules. It's COVID out there, wear a mask. And dad, stop fidgeting, we're trying to change your diaper. Hey, I hate the fact that just because I'm over 70, really, people think that I'm old. Then on the BART, pregnant women give me their seat. And then my only pickup line is help. I've fallen and I can't get it up. But I get it. As people age, they change. A young man at 22 dreams of having a mistress who's young and sexy and will dress up like a nurse. Whereas an old man of 92 dreams of having a mistress that's an actual nurse. And I'm not old. I walk my dog every day, twice a day, for two hours. It should only be an hour and a half, but that dog stops every 10 minutes so I can pee. I'm Mark Palchik, and I would love notes. Mark Palchik, everyone. Well, Spencer, you got stuff? I think it's, I think, um, 
religious stuff, I, I, I mean, I like where you're trying to go with that Mormon thing. And but sometimes, sometimes I fall into this thing with when I do jokes that have a religious base or 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 a liter, or literary base in some way that is distant from my audience. Sometimes there's so much expository verbiage you have to do to get to the funny part because you're you have to tell us like. I mean, even I think some people in this room might not know who Mel Brooks is. So even, do you know, like, because they don't know, the kids don't know anything, right? Or, well, you, yeah, okay. I mean, some of us do, but I bet some of them don't. But, I mean, just, it's it's hard, because, but the concept of where you're going, I thought was new and interesting. Um, uh, the, the, the whole... The political, the the Palestine uh, Jew thing, like like it's so. That's the hardest thing I've ever seen any comedian ever try to navigate, and it's always cool to see Jewish people do it. Uh, so I think if you find a if you find a way to like actually punch, like like get a good punch, like and like like make that, I don't know. It's just you you have the ability, you have the power, you ha you have the J word, you have those J powers, man. No, um, but. You're just really precise and talk very clear. So I, d I don't have any notes other than that. Like you, you're, you, you're really good at that. So. Back here. Uh, I thought that was really good. Um, I felt that was, it was kind of weird in the beginning where you're like, oh, I don't want any Im immigrants to come to the country. Uh, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like you didn't really go anywhere with that. You could have just said, I, I believe everyone has the right to their own opinion. That's great. I feel like you could just said, I have a new doctor. She's uh, Native American. Because I feel like that was the lead into the doctor bit. Right? Yeah. Right. I feel like you could still just drop that and just go, I have a new doctor. She's Native American. And pee on me or something, something like that. Whatever you said. <laughs> Besides that, oh, peas a lot, whatever. Yeah, all right, thank you. Anthony, other, any other, any other comments? Uh, come in, come in and use a microphone. Well, essentially, just clarify that joke up. Yeah, that was the one I was talking about because he goes into the Mormon thing at the end, and there's a lot going on, but there's a lot of stuff in there where it's not, it's not leading us. I think where you want us to go. I just wanted to say um, on the part where you talk about your children wearing the, wearing the diapers and this age and that age and that age, I think it needs to end with you winning, like, but I'm the one who's got the money. You know, like some sort of, because, um, you know, we're, it makes you sound, it's, it's, it's I don't know. You think it's too self-defecating? Yeah, ah! it's. <laughs> uh, self-defecating, yeah, like I, I, I said uh, self-defecating. <laughs> Because I'm a funny person. Okay. Like a harder hit or something. But anyway. Or, or yeah, or if, yeah, or like what she's saying, something like, uh, what is a baby, like something a baby has over their parents, uh, uh, but they can't get rid of me. It's legally too late. <laughs> <laughs> um, cool. Every, hey, everybody, clap for Pal Mark Palchik. Yay. Yay! All right, so we have a couple left. We've got, I'm just going to give you the rundown so everyone knows where they are. Kavita, Dan, Anthony, Sophia, and then I'm at the end, and we'll see what's happening. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Kavita Singh, yay! 
okay, wait, wait. I'm just, I kind of like hiding behind the mic. I know I shouldn't, but oh, it's, it's like, it's a little flaccid. Okay, okay, we're good, we're good. I know I shouldn't, like, I know I should hold the mic in my hands, but I just, I like hiding behind it. Okay, um, I, I, I caught a mouse, I caught a mouse in my apartment on a, on a glue trap, okay? And, all right, before you feel bad, okay, just wait until, like, a thousand mice infest your apartment, and you will literally turn into a conservative. Like, two days in, I was like, put them in cages! <laughs> I don't understand why my rent money needs to support their baby making. Anyways, so I, I, I caught this I caught this mouse, um, and you know the thing is is that it's kind of hard to, to to kill a mouse after you get high and watch Selling Sunset together. Um, I, like the mouse was just like in my living room, and I was like, you know, maybe she you know has has a family, or maybe she has a boyfriend, you know, maybe she's polyamorous and navigating like a whole like thing with her boyfriend right now you know like I just couldn't couldn't get myself to to kill this mouse um so I went online okay I went on and I found this WikiHow article to figure out how to ethically kill this mouse um and the first option was to use asphyxiation by co2 and there's a picture of a mouse in a tank some tube ties and a funnel and a, a a tank of gas. <laughs> I was like, okay, so you want me to create a gas chamber? <laughs> like, what? Like, what, was this article like written by a Nazi? Yeah, like I wasn't. I don't know what. Like, sure, let me go grab my tank of gas. It's in my storage closet next to my electric chair. You know, I share it with my roommates. <laughs> I don't know. What, was I gonna go to Home Depot? Be like, excuse me, sir, could you guide me to your torture aisle? <laughs> I don't know. I um. But yeah, so I, I, I couldn't get myself to do it. Uh, a part of me was thinking like, oh, you know, uh, what if I used a soda stream, you know, repurposing that? But then that would be a terrible way to like ruin carbonated drinks for me, right? Like, like, like if I went to McDonald's and I got like, you know, a soda and a chicken sandwich and they were like, oh, no. If I went to McDonald's and they're like, oh, you want fries, like chicken sandwich, okay, would you like a soda? And I... Be like, why would you say something like that? You know, um, but yeah, no, I couldn't do it. Okay, instead, I ended up taking this mouse uh, onto the street in the glue trap and dousing it in in oil, uh, olive oil, so that she could un she could get unstuck. Um, which I can only imagine is like a sight for people walking down the street. Like they see me talking to this mouse and unsticking her and they're probably like this city is in disrepair <laughs> um, I uh the last okay the last thing I'll say is uh right, let's see what I what else I wrote really quickly um okay yeah I used to I used to resent my dad growing up okay he would he would come home late and if he was tired and you got on his nerves he would like you know, like, but it's, it's okay. Like, it's fine. I don't, I don't blame him. You know, it's like right there. You know, it's a great weapon. You don't have to look for it. Anyway, um, it's fine. Okay. When I, when I say spanking, people think like 12 years of slavery. It's, it's all good. Um, but anyway, I think he's smart because he had me when he was 40. Okay. So he has 40 years over me. Um, and so, like, now it's like I can't stand up to him because if I stand up to him, I will literally kill him. <laughs> you know, like, he's had two heart attacks and bypass surgery. You know, like, he could be taken out by a tropical breeze. 
Um, you know, like try screaming at a toasted marshmallow that like is slowly caving in on itself. Like I'm like, he can dissolve in warm milk. Okay, that's all I have to say. Thank you guys. Governessing, everyone. Um, I heard I heard Spencer when he was in here. If you give a mouse a cookie, there's no reason to not throw a reference like that in there. Uh, something about if you give a mouse a cookie. But then also, when you went on a tangent about the boyfriend, I suddenly realized, oh, she's talking about the mouse boyfriend. So I would use the word mouse multiple times to ground the audience in the story and keep them of what's happening. And also the use of that repetition could be very funny. Uh, maybe even with the, I wouldn't say Nazi, maybe a more oblique reference, um, like mouse Hitler or some, some name from the, from the Third Reich, but put a mouse in, put the word mouse in front of it. And I feel like the repetition of the word mouse can help. Yeah, that's literally what I was going to say. Oh, it's yeah? like, yeah, like just make make sure, remind people that you're talking about a fucking mouse, like a lot, like tiny mouse, like describe the mouse. Does it got a weird eye? Like the more that people know about this mouse, the more that they'll be involved in the story, I think. But I was, I like, was that's, definitely that's, invested. That's, that's, literally, that's, that's literally like my, my only fucking thing was like, if there's a little bit more detail on this mouse and more involvement, like... It's great. Like I've never seen you do like a single story like for like a a bit before like that. So like that was really cool. Uh. So but yeah, just give some more detail to this mouse, and then I think it may people will be more focused in on the like the whole thing and be more like involved. So okay. yeah, that's it. Any other comments? Coming to sing, everyone! Yay! <laughs> Your next comedian is the international comedian. Clap your hands together for Dan Guan. <laughs> going hey we, we feeling jolly this, this time of year we feeling good about this yeah it's christmas right yeah i, I remember growing up i actually really like christmas because i really like giving gifts but i always struggled with trying to figure out what gifts to give people uh, i have this one annoying friend his name is alex and he always would try to butt in with advice and he would tell me that oh what i do to give gifts is that i usually think of something that people really need but they wouldn't normally buy for themselves so then I told him, I was like, hey, dude, uh, last year I got him a gift card for therapy. Uh, that's what I, I was like, hey, bro, I think you need help. Here's 25% off of better help. All right. That's it's the gift that keeps on giving. All right. Um, yeah, no, that, that was that was just one singer I wrote uh, today. Uh, I uh, this is also like a really stressful time of year for a lot of people because a lot of people are going through like performance reviews. And uh, I think performance reviews are really stressful at work just because that I feel like anything you say will read too much into how much we're making, you know, like how much money we're making. I'm going to read too much into what you're saying. Uh, my manager, when I walked into the review, it's a very tense uh, review. The way she thought she would break the ice, she said, you know, before this, I just bought my first crystal. Really gave me some clarity on this performance review. <laughs> I'm like, that's how you choose to break the ice. <laughs> Telling me you believe in mumbo jumbo. <laughs> Like, I just feel like, oh, shit, like anything I could like I could do is just being told by rock. All right. That's crazy. Uh, and then she promoted me to senior and uh, she was like, what are you going to do with this the bonus? And I was like, well, I'm with this bonus. I'm going to buy three crystals because I had a good quarter. All right. So, so I believe in that shit. I believe in that shit. Um, are we thinking about New Year's resolutions? Anybody? Anyone think about New Year's resolutions? No, we're just still working on the ones five years ago. OK, cool. Yeah. 
No, uh, one of my New Year's resolutions that uh, I'm trying to learn new languages. Like I actually started, re I started learning Portuguese. Uh, and I like especially speaking Portuguese in America because I love seeing white people confused. Like they'll look at me when I speak Portuguese and they look like they look at a dubbed movie. Like they'll just look at me and saying, wait, why don't the words match what's coming out of his mouth? That's like kind of weird. Like that's this isn't a kung fu flick. All right. I come in dubbed. All right. That's that's how it is. OK, no, that's just a, a inside reference for me. OK, cool, cool, cool. Uh, let's see. What else do I want to do? Uh, I am, uh, so I'm part of an immigrant family. Anybody else? No? Cool. You guys are all Native Americans? Cool. I love it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> hell yeah. I, uh, yeah, I come from an, an immigrant family, and, uh, this time of year is also really stressful because I have to go back home, and I also have to, you know, I gotta help them out a, a little bit. My parents getting older, trying to be a better son. Uh, explaining them about how the 21st century works is very difficult. Like one time I had to explain to my mom how how a security how to log into her bank account. And one of the things that they asked was a security question, which was, hey, what was the name of the high school that you went to? And when I translated that to her, there's no equivalent word for it. And she just said, high school. Oh, we we burned that shit down during the communist revolution. <laughs> how do you put that into Bank of America? So I just put it the way it is. I was like, it's pretty easy to know. All right. So that's cool. Cool, 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 cool. You guys are totally getting all this. Totally getting all this. Um, the 21st century really isn't made for them. It's really weird, right? Uh, like one of the things uh, I learned it was that my parents were in an arranged marriage, actually. And I actually tried to explain to them what online dating was like. Like my mom asked me, she was like, hey, show me what this like Bumble stuff is. So I showed her my profile. And the first person that came up was a chick in a, in a bikini and just her ass. And she was like, I don't get this. Are you, like, are you supposed to kiss the ass or what are people looking at this right now? And I said, that is exactly my ideal woman. Okay, no, never mind. All right, cool. All right. I have no more time anyway. So I've been, I've been Jimmy O. Yang. Goodbye. Have oh, it's one on one to Yay, Dan Guan. Any comments? Any comments? These guys are, I don't know what they're doing here. Yay for Dan Guan. We're going to move right along. Collab your answer, your next comedian. It's Anthony Mitchell. It might be a homicide, so let the drama slide. We don't want no Lovely. Thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. My name's Anthony Mitchell. I've been trying to make uh, more friends in San Francisco, so I decided a good idea would be go to uh, some protests. There's a protest every single weekend, so I thought, oh, cool, make some uh, hip, young, new people. Uh, apparently, no one wants me at the protest just because I look like every single undercover cop at these rallies. Uh, if I'm actually uh, wanted at the protests, it's not the place for me. You guys can uh, storm the Capitol without me. Uh, I'm not a cop. You can sell me drugs. Thank you. Uh, I actually need this mustache uh, for my job. I'm uh, a stripper who dresses up as a cop. Woo, I know. Uh, I look silly, I get it. Uh, I get a lot of comments on the way that I look. Someone once said that I look like uh, Freddie Mercury if he never had AIDS. But personally, I think I look a little bit more like Tom Selleck who does have AIDS. So there's that. Uh, I look silly in my face. I also walk with a limp. Thank you. Great transition. Uh, I walk with a limp. Uh, I had a stroke. 
That's about the uh, amount of applause a stroke deserves. It's, it's no cancer, you know. No one's making me quilts or trying to cure me or anything. Uh, cancer has five Ks. No one's running for me in my honor. Uh, the only reason why someone would run for me is just because they think I'm following them home. So they run fast. I don't know. It's tough. Uh, it's uh, a lot of people in San Francisco. They don't like when uh, I talk about having a stroke. It just reveals I'm very right-leaning. There we go. Uh, but I'm not very preachy about it. A lot of uh, disabled comedians, they come up on stage. They talk about, oh, what I went through and all this adversity. Uh, that's not me. I have no morals to teach you. Uh, some disabled people come on stage. They say, despite all I've been through, you can do anything. That's not me. I'm like... Despite all I've been through, you can still do mushrooms. They work just fine. Uh, a lot of people do get confused. They're like, wow, you're so young. How did this happen? Uh, I'm interested. Is there anyone in the audience who has a parent or grandparent that also got the COVID booster? No, it's a very uh, unvaxxed crowd. I like it. Let's roll with it. Yeah, so I do a bit of charity work with other people with disabilities, uh, trying to start my own organization right now, unfortunately. Uh, come, trying to come up with a name for this group, but unfortunately, Crips was culturally appropriated from us, so can't use that name. So I'm trying to think of a new name for this uh, organization I'm trying to start. Uh, thought maybe we could be like, oh, uh, Radio Head Trauma. No, what about uh, Lincoln Parkinson's disease? No, what about system of a Down syndrome? Anyone? No? All right, that's been my time. My name's Anthony Mitchell. I run a uh, trivia night every Thursday at the Beer Hall on Polk Street. Check it out. Yeah. Right. Anthony Mitchell. Do He's I get a notes? Tri pub trivia Extraordinaire. Uh, Beer Hall. Where is that on Polk? It's one Polk Street, so it's right next to uh, City Hall. Oh, really? It's down that way? Wow. Uh, okay, right wait, and now Street. I know I know where it is. Okay, cool. Cool. That's kind of in my neighborhood. Um, Dakota has things to say. You should make a masturbation joke about the stroke joke. You're like the 10th person to tell me that. I'm just saying, <laughs> dude. You should. I mean, if you're stroking, you're stroking. You know what Pass. I'm saying, dog? <laughs> All right. Thank you. Stro yeah, he he likes he wants you to stroke your low hanging fruit. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude, fucking a. That was me being funny. That's 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 you really had, it. Um, you had a different cadence today that I enjoyed. I don't know. Oh, it was great. something was different. Like you had a different confidence or a different something. Cool. Spencer, what are you doing? He's distracting us. Yeah, Spencer's being ridiculous. Showing uh, me dog are we videos. any other comments or are we good? <laughs> Everybody, Anthony Mitchell, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he's looking at pictures of ducks. Clearly, Spencer has comedy pneumonia. He's, you know, he's scrolling through dogs. Um, hey, put your hands together for your next comedian. It's Sophia Garrow. Hello. Uh, I'm going to talk about Plan B. Don't panic. It's not your joke. <laughs> After, I will. Okay, briefly, Plan B. Um... I feel like no matter how many times you buy it, it's equally as humiliating each time because the people behind the counter are so 
useless. Like the last time I tried to buy plan B, the guy, it's like a 15 year old guy at CVS. And he was like, Oh, I don't think we have that, but we have this and hands me memory improvement pills. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if this guy is dumb or roasting me. <laughs> this will help you remember not to be such a whore next time. Got him. Okay, that's all. Don't worry. <laughs> um, I went to the doctor recently, and there was a sign in the lobby. It said, all of our doctors are licensed and regulated. I was like, I didn't realize there was another option. <laughs> I didn't know. I like that they clarified licensed and regulated. Like, you can find a doctor that's licensed but not regulated. Just a fucking wild card. Like, you wake up some, from surgery, and the doctor's like, well, the good news is, we removed 10 feet of your small intestines. The bad news is I'm a dentist and I'm not sure what to do with the rest. <laughs> we'll get it, guys. We'll keep trying that a million different times. Okay. Um, I Do you guys have the Citizen app? Are you familiar with it? So they have a feature on it where you can see where all the sex offenders in your neighborhood are. Um, yeah, it's new. It's very exciting. So I looked and I'm surrounded by sex offenders. Um, and so I was, you can see what each person's offense is. So I was like, oh my God, how do I feel safe here? I'm looking at each person's offense and I've never been so relieved to be surrounded by pedophiles. Oh my God, what a weight off my shoulders. I felt terrible, but I felt like a Republican parent learning their kid is gay. And I was like, well, I don't agree with your choices, <laughs> but as long as you're not doing it in front of me. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> Cool. This is going well for me. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll talk about. Okay, so uh, my my first boyfriend, he took my virginity, and he was really into wrestling and bodybuilding. And when he took my virginity, I was really nervous. So I was like, "What should I do?" And he goes, "I want you to pretend I'm John Cena." <laughs> I was like, "What is that?" I was trying to be supportive. I was like, "Who's fucking me? I can't see anyone." <laughs> To be fair, our sex was a lot like pro wrestling. You know, like some people were very convinced nothing was fake, you know. And some people were definitely gay. <laughs> you live and you learn. Um, I was sitting next to a first date recently, and which is my favorite thing in the world. And the date was going terribly, which even better. And it was quiet for so long, for too long. And finally, the guy decides to break the silence by going, so, do you like egg salad? <laughs> and she just gets up and walks out. <laughs> I felt bad, so I leaned over and I was like, well, I love egg salad. <laughs> and then he goes, gross. And he gets up and walks out. I was like, how did I just get rejected on your date? <laughs> what is that? And that's my time. Thank you so much. Bye. Sophia Carroll likes egg salad. That was exciting. That's funny. I that's a that's a very funny joke. Um, I'm gonna come around and do some jokes. I'm the last one. Yeah. So I used to work at Bender's, which is a bar down the street, and I used to be a cook. I used to be a chef there. A chef. It was online. I was making burgers. Well, what am I? Who am I kidding? But I would always, there were two tables that were always the Tinder tables. They were the Tinder first date tables and you could see them and it was so funny to watch people come in on like their first date and like what they order and what they talk about and I'd bring them their food and I'd hear like the most, the dumbest 
Anyways, it was always a lot of fun. And we'd sit behind the counter and we were waiting for other things and we'd pretend what their voices were. And like, anyways, it's not a joke or anything. It's, I, there's one thing I want to work on because I have a new part of it because I just realized <laughs> recently that I, I thought I only had two accidental gang tattoos, but it turns out now that I've been informed I actually have three accidental gang tattoos. You would say, Pam, that's impossible. You already thought you had two. Now you have three and it's not for comic effect? No, I literally have three accidental gang tattoos. The first one I got is on the back of my neck because I wanted to hide it from my mother and I was a theater major in college. And so I got the ancient Greek symbol of comedy and tragedy tattooed on my neck. And some years later, I was teaching high school special ed in Ocean at Ocean Shores Continuation High School in Oceanside, California. And a student came up to me and he said, I had my hair up and he said, oh, Benjamin, if anyone ever keys your car, we got you essay. And I was like, huh? And he said, smile now, cry later. And I was like, huh? So it turns out I have a, the gang symbol of the Nortenos. And I tattooed it on my neck. Traditional place. For gang tattoos. Oh, but Pam, how could you possibly have two accidental gang tattoos? Well, I went to graduate school for writing, and my fiction is just pregnant with semicolons. They're just everywhere. And so I decided to get a semicolon tattooed. And I found out after that it is the symbol for suicide awareness. Yes, a tattoo of a semicolon is a symbol for suicide awareness, and I got it on my wrist. I am clearly the dumbest person alive. Oh, but let's find out about the third accidental gang tattoo. I just found this out last week that a lightning, a red lightning bolt tattoo on your finger is an homage to the Nazi SS. No, oh no, I've had this tattoo. It's a third gang tattoo. Very nervous about this one. Not sure how to make it funny. It's just true. I don't know yet. Because I thought. So the very first tattoo I ever got was here on my ankle. And it's a cross with a heart and a fish. But that's not a gang. That's a cult. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here tonight. Thanks for listening. Uh, have a good rest of your Monday. Yay. are on and uh, all hell's breaking loose. Thanks for doing what you got to do to do. Welcome. This is Buckhouse Square.
Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Yeah, this week on Bughouse Square, I, um, well, I'm not sure. I've got a... I was just pulling these records out of my little satchel bag, mm, yes, and uh, uh, I was thinking, man, I got a lot of good music. Club in his hand, is that a vigilante man? Rainy night down in the engine house, sleeping just as still as a mouse. Man come along and he chased us out in the rain. Was that a vigilante man? Stormy days we'd pass the time away. Sleeping in some good warm place. Man come along and we give him a little race. Was that a vigilante man? Preacher Casey was just a working man. And he said, unite all you working men. Killed him in the river. Some strange man was that, a vigilante man. Does a vigilante man? Why does a vigilante man carry that sawed-off shotgun in his hand? Would he shoot his brother and sister down? I rambled around from town to town. I rambled around from town to town. And they herded us around like a wild herd of cattle. Was that the vigilante men? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've heard his name all over the land.
Well, I'm on my way. I don't know where I'm going. I'm on my way. I'm taking my time, but I don't know where. Goodbye to Rose and the Queen of Corona. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard. See me and Julio down by the schoolyard.
days the karma take me away but the press let the story leak now when the radical priest come to get me released we's all on the coroner's week and i'm on my way i don't know where i'm going i'm on my way i'm taking my time but i don't know where goodbye to rose the queen of corona see me in julio down by the schoolyard See me and Julio down by the schoolyard See me and Julio down by the schoolyard
Okay, okay, hold on a minute, man. We're going to do an experiment here because this thing is driving me nuts. I'm going to swap needles here. Bear with me. Yes, I'm swapping the needles right now. try something else it's not that sounds the same this is going to be this is called a lesson in troubleshooting so what i did is that time i i swapped the needles the cartridges whatever you want to uh this is and it's doing the same thing so what i'm going to do now is swapping channels of the board Apps. Um, that will uh, that will indicate if if it's uh, um, it's very dark back there, very dark back there. But we're gonna get it. I got one side. So what we'll do is when we transfer to the other side, if it's doing the same thing, then we know that it's something with the turntable. And if it's all right, so hold on, hold on, bear with me. Okay, and that's not it. You guys are probably thinking that I'm nuts, but 
I'm not. This has been going on. So what I'm going to do is I'm putting everything back. Bear with me. So, this has been going around. Once in a while, if it's a weird song, not a weird song, if it's, if it's a song with uh, aggressive panning, let's say, then it sounds, sounds off. Like higher parts might be missing. Extremely muffled, kind of like this, probably like the sound of my voice. I'm sorry, I really hate to do this, but it's hard to get in here. It's hard to get in here when I'm not. All the hustling just to keep a roof over your head in this godforsaken town. how it's supposed to sound.
Nose 